You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. What's going on, folks? This is Alan, producer of the TNF Show. In today's episode, Chris Evans breaks down seven common myths about charging more. Like, you know, what you're actually worth. As always, if you have a topic you'd like to hear more about or get further insight on, email us at podcast at trafficandfunnels.com. All right, let's get to the show. All right, myths about charging more. Myth number one, people don't people won't pay thousands of dollars for my service. People won't pay thousands of dollars for my service. The truth is people doing what you do right now are currently out there charging more than you. That's the truth. And how do I know that? And- it's because I work with so many clients that they've been there and they're, they're out there maybe charging like $100 for their office, offer their service, whatever. And they come in and we help them get the right tweaks, hone in their offer, hone in the, who they're talking to, who they're dealing with. And they go out and instantly quadruple what they're charging or how much they're making. That's the truth. And that just comes from, I'm so confident because it comes from experience and I've coached so many people through that process. Myth number two, I have to serve a multitude of different clientele to hit my goals. Boss, the truth is the ability to serve one great type of client gives you the ability to charge more and leverage your time better. This is the nugget right here, y'all. I actually have a close friend that I've been coaching. Same thing. He's making six figures, but dude, he's working like a daggone dog. It's because he has so many clients he's doing different things for instead of just finding one great type of client with one problem that he can go all in on. Myth number three, say three, I have to do a lot of things to charge more. All right, this goes along with the number two. The truth is it's not about the volume, rather it's about the value. And a lot of people mix this up. They try to overcome their lack of self-value, either themselves Mm. or their offer with volume. So how do we dive in and how do we increase your value so that your volume can be lower? Then instantly you're, you're, your enjoyment about with what you're doing in your life, your clients, everything goes up. High value, low volume. That's what we want to get you to. Good. Let's talk about clientele tiers. This is um, just something that I want to put in front of you because a lot of people are down here, if not lower. They're on tier three of clientele. This is the type of client who they're going to, they have no problem calling you in the middle of the night or texting you, calling you, emailing you, threatening you. Usually the people down here are the worst types of clients, whether it's 500 an hour or 500 for your offer, your service. So we, what we want to get you to is, again, the low volume up here, top of the pyramid, top of the market, tier one client. That person is going to be maybe they're more affluent. They've got a bigger problem. The um, urgency of their problem to get fixed is higher. Their desire is higher. So if you have someone like they don't really need your offer, your service, I mean, they could go with it, with or without it. That's going to be a tier three. We want to get you to tier one. Okay. So that is, are they affluent? Like, do they have money? Or are you working with clients that can barely pay their own bills? And a lot of this, again, Jake, is going to come from y'all's self-perception, your self-value, because you might be servicing potentially tier two or tier three, tier one clients, sorry, tier two or tier one, but your self-value and your reflection of who you are and what you can do is down here in tier three. Mm. So a lot of that comes from 
right here. A hundred starts here, starts yep. here. So you might have a tier one client who sees more value in yourself than you do. They see more value in you than you do yourself. That's happened many times. And I, we've told people sometimes, dude, like you're not charging. Like, what are you doing with your life? You're not charging enough. But it all starts with your self-value, your self-worth. Now, this goes back to the thing of one big problem, one great solution that you provide. And that's where a lot of your confidence can come from. It's like, if I'm going to be an email marketer, I'm going to be the best email marketer I absolutely can be and provide stellar results. Or if I'm going to be a photographer or videographer, I'm like, I'm going to create the best memories mm. that these, you know, these freaking, you know, this freaking like amazing Alaska book, right? Like the videos and the, the pictures I have from that are just amazing. Well worth it. So you become the best at one thing. That's where a lot of your confidence will come from. And then your value. Good. All right. I love this, y'all. I love this. The price curve. Where are you currently at? Okay. So this is going to be a massive takeaway for all of you. And I want you to identify, and I'll give you some more visuals because I'm a visual person. That's what I like. And usually my, my, like Taylor makes fun of me. If you go back and watch our old webinar training, I had like the worst graphics and pictures <laughs> that like my son Judah would have put on here, but it got the job done. And here we have an eight figure business. Uh, so, so again, looking at the price chart, let's say, you know, you offer $500 for your offer, your service, maybe it's a month, maybe it's one time. And here's why this might be the case, because you have a lot of supply with very little demand. So what you want to find is high demands, your one amazing, unique solution to a massive problem the market has with a high urgency to have that problem solved. The more you can get into this zone, you see the price, your price should go up. Mm. When demand is high, you got an awesome, unique solution. And that comes from marketing and positioning and things that we can help you with. You're solving a great problem. And the urgency of the problem that you're solving is high. Y'all, this is where you can start to find yourself higher on the price curve. Okay. If you're not making the money you want as a freelancer, you might be here where you don't have much demand. You've got way too much supply. I mean, this is just science. This is math. Y'all this is economics. One-on-one, the more supply you have, the less demand, the lower, the price, the lower, the value. So how do we change it? Like right now, how do we change it? Well, we get more demand, we lessen the supply. This is something as a freelancer that you can control, right? This is no, 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 no. Hell to the no. Way too little demand, way too much supply. If you're not hitting your income goals, this could be a big reason why. So we want to flip it. We want way more demand than we have supply. That comes from marketing. That comes from positioning. That comes from having a great offer, Okay. So here's are some steps to increasing your value, i.e. your price. Step number one, identify the one big problem that the market has. Identify the one big result that you can help them get, accomplish. Honor the principle of supply and demand. These slides that we're just talking about, okay? Honor mm. the principle of supply and demand. Listen, you might have one market right now with that big problem that you're servicing and your solution might be great. 
but you might not be honoring, honoring the principle of supply and demand. Again, it's marketing, it's positioning, it's um, not necessarily creating demand, but it's channeling demands for your offer. Many times you might just not just be talking about it in the right way. That's something that we can help you with. Step number four, remove as much customization as possible. This is another massive mistake that we see freelancers make is they have way too much customization in their offers. Way too much, dude. They're doing too many new things for too many clients. And the more you can templatize, widgetize your business, reduce your customization, the better the result that you can get for your clients, the higher you can charge for your offer, for your service. Make sense so, so far? What, hey, this, is, this is awesome. What, what would you say to, to someone who has a client and uh, they've got a dozen other things or extra things that need to be done? Because I've talked with several freelancers and that's an issue. I was talking with uh, someone yesterday, actually, that has a variety. She's been doing this for like 20 years. Incredible at what she does. But every single client needs something a little bit more different. She does, I think, graphic design work and, and branding. And so there's a lot of nuances. And there is, her argument would probably be, I do need to customize things. Like, I, I, it's hard. I can't templatize branding, right? Uh, yeah. So what, what would you say to, to that? Um, the big thing is, like, so for example, let's say a funnel designer. Right? Okay. The problem that they would have is that they're going after too many industries or too many verticals, which requires customization. It's like if you're a custom home builder okay, versus building the same house and building a thousand houses in one neighborhood that are basically all the same blueprint. If you can focus on one industry, one vertical, that most of everything is going to be the same. So let's say it's a dentistry, right? Maybe you're doing marketing for dentistry, you're building funnels for dentistry, or, or it's emailing for dentistry offices. You can take most of what you're doing, maybe 70, 80% and reproduce and just duplicate it to where most of your time is focused in the template, the widget, the reproduction, essentially the factory of producing for mm. that industry versus, you know, I'm a designer, whether it's a graphic designer um, or a funnel designer or whatever kind of designer, just because you're a designer and you're creative, you have the, the, the likelihood of falling into a trap where I have to create something new every single time mm. versus what can I take for this, the market, the vertical, the industry that I like to work with the most and templatize as much as possible. So it could be, for example, maybe you focus on real estate agents. Okay. And maybe you, you have a package that works for a real estate agent, whether it's you know, like email templates or ad templates or whatever, whatever you can templatize. And then you just go to different marketplaces. <clears throat> right. So yeah. if you could take something that works for a real estate agent or an insurance agent or whoever in Charlotte, which is where I live. And you know that it works there, whether it's email marketing, graphic, whatever it is, you can take that and then standardize it in other marketplaces. And gotcha. then you might tweak a little bit, right? There might be some adjustment. Some of that can be just ongoing process to where maybe you can hire a VA to customize those pieces that are needed. So, you know, increasing your price is not just simplifying, 
Um, but it's also collapsing your time, collapsing your time. Mm. So the more you can collapse your time, the higher your value, the higher your um, dollar per hour can be. And so again, that could be onboarding system where you have everything already set um, and your time required to produce or get them through that phase is 10 minutes versus five hours. So a lot of people, they're just not mm. organized well. A lot of freelancers, they're not organized well. They don't have a system to where if I could just pull someone off the street to come in and do this part of the phase, if you do not have that in your business, then you are definitely under earning. You are under earning. If you can't pull someone in off the street to run most of the pieces of your offer, I would say that you are under earning. So number five, focus on the right tier clientele. It might just be that you're not on the right tier. Right. And you're working with clients that don't really value, don't really need what you have, don't really care, or they're just broke. They don't have the money. A lot of times you can just increase your value, your prices just by shifting tiers. And again, you know, I like Isaiah, you know, this is just like 101. Um, dude, if you could focus on one market, one type of person, and maybe you shift the places. Maybe it's different locations, different countries mm. um, where, you know, most of your effort is looking at how you can do that in regards to number six, channeling that demand for the limited supply that you have. Make sense? So if you can oh, be yeah. the best in one marketplace and maybe that marketplace has a hundred, maybe you just focus on the 10, right? High value, high prices, Massive results. Okay. Step number seven, just increase your prices. Just try it. Boom, boom. Hey, real quick. If you've ever pondered the question, how do I raise my rates or how do I charge what my time is actually worth? We've got something for you. Friday, April 29th, Chris and Taylor are going to go live and jam on the topic of how to price like the pros and you are not going to want to miss it. Register for free right now by going to trafficandfunnels.com slash pricing. Again, that's trafficandfunnels.com slash pricing. We'll see you on the inside.